Welcome to another week of Come Follow Me, A Disciple's Journey. This week's Come Follow Me study is Moroni chapters 7 through 9. We're getting close to the end, just uh, this week and next week, and we'll finish out the Book of Mormon. Uh, Exciting, sad. Uh, I've loved this year's study. Uh, So this week, chapter 7, 8, 9 in Moroni are all actually the words of Mormon, Moroni's father. Moroni chapter 7 is a discourse or sermon, whatever you want to call it, uh, that Mormon gave to the Nef- his people, the Nephite people, uh, before his death, obviously. And chapters 8 and 9 are letters that he wrote to his son, Moroni. So, uh, just, let's go back. So, because it's Moroni, we need to, or excuse me, because it's Mormon writing, we need to kind of think back about his life and what happened in his life. Recall that uh, basically... Uh, his entire life, he saw nothing but terrible things. He said more or less that before, uh, for his entire life, there was a continual seed of, scene of bloodshed and wickedness. Uh, there was about a 10-year, well, there was a 10-year period in his life in when he was a, a, a probably about 40, so between, when he was between 40 and 50 years old, uh, there's uh, 10 years of peace. But outside of that, the Nephites and the Lamanites were at war. Uh, with each other and internally throughout his entire life. Uh, it's, it is it is uh, believed somewhat that it is during this 10-year period uh, that he gave this sermon that is Moroni chapter 7. You have to join me in the next episode, and I'll talk uh, briefly about that and uh, why why that's the thought. Um, but, so he gives this, this great sermon. So, but it... It's it's not like he had had this this lifelong peace and then he was moving into a period of war in his life. No, he had been the Nef- a Nephite commander uh, from the time he was sixteen, and so now this is you know roughly twenty five to thirty years later. There's this period of peace. He's then teaching the, those few people who are still somewhat righteous, and and he's he's uh, teaching them about what he teaches them in chapter seven. Faith, hope, and uh, charity really is the, is the focus. A few other lessons, obviously, as well. Um, and, and so I, I go back to that, and I tell kind of this brief story of Mormon's life um, to give some, some more context to chapter 7 and how, how powerful of a chapter it really is, especially his focus on and emphasis and his uh, beautiful teaching of charity. Greater love hath no man than this, that he lay down his life for his friends, right? Christ said that uh, on uh, to his to his apostles in, in the old world. Moroni gave his life. He lived his life, in the, and so in a figurative way, he gave his life for the Nephite people. And in the end, he died in battle fighting for his people. He had... And was a possessed and possessed was a possessor of is what I, I guess what I was trying to say charity. He was able to write so beautifully about charity because he uh, he had charity. Um, think think also that here's a man who 
was abridging the Nephite history, was compiling the book that we have as is the book of as the Book of Mormon, and so I'm going to read the the first section, the first paragraph, like I like to do of "Come Follow Me." It says. Before Moroni concluded the record we know today as the Book of Mormon, with his own final words, he shared three messages from his father. Uh, Mormon addresses to the peaceable followers of Christ and two letters that Mormon had written to Moroni. Perhaps Moroni included these messages in the Book of Mormon because he foresaw similarities between the perils of his day and ours. When these words were written, the Nephite people as a whole were tumbling headlong into apostasy. Many of them had lost their love one towards another, and delighted in everything save that which is good. And yet Mormon still found cause for hope, teaching us that hope does not mean ignoring or behaving naively, uh, being naive about the world's problems. It means having faith in Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ, whose power is greater and more everlasting than those problems. It means laying hold upon every good thing. It means letting the atonement of Christ and the hope of His glory and the, of eternal life rest in your mind. And until the, the glorious day of Christ's second coming, it means never ceasing the labor we have to perform to conquer the enemy of all righteousness. So, it says, when these words were written, the Nephite people as a whole were tumbling headlong into apostasy. But here again, like I said, this is Mormon writing this, Mormon delivering the, this address as it is in, in chapter 7. He knows that they're tumbling headlong into apostasy. He's he's abridging the plates. He's writing the Nephite history. He has read the account of the Savior some 350-plus years before, um, visiting his people and what the Savior had said. And the Savior had prophesied that the people would, would fall into apostasy. And he was witnessing it and seeing it. And yet, he labored with love. And yet, he held and clung to hope. And yet, he told his son in chapter 9 um, to rest his mind and to have hope. So I, I say, and I wanted to start with this just as the context of these letters or this, this address in chapter seven and the letters in chapters eight and nine that came later uh, after war had then resumed. And I mean, we hear, he writes about terrible, devastating things. And yet the undertone isn't terrible and devastating. The undertone and the overtone is faith, hope, and charity. Chapter 7 climaxes with this combining of chapter of faith, hope, and charity and how they build to each other and are intertwined. Then Mormon gives us chapter 8, and he says, here's this letter from my dad, here's what my dad said. And it starts off kind of interestingly. It, ta- it starts with infant baptism, and it seems somewhat unrelated to chapter 7. And yet, as you go through it, you, he starts the letter pivots, and what does it end with? It ends with a focus on faith, hope, and as he calls it in chapter 8, the uh, and perfect love, which love endureth. What kind of love is that? That's charity. So chapter 8 ends the same way that chapter 7 ends, with a, with a focus on faith, hope, and charity. And so as you study chapter 8, even though it starts off a little differently, look at how Mormon writes and the the way that it builds, because those things that he talks about, um, infant baptism and why that why that's a solemn mockery before God, and how that connects to having the commandments and sinning and repentance and having a co- broken heart and a contrite spirit, the, and then it builds into faith, hope, and charity. It's the same. It's the same process that he goes through in chapter seven, and then in chapter nine, he also ends at 
hope, hope in Christ. As he's writing his son, he says, look, I've said these terrible things, but have, have hope, son, have hope. Um, I think that that's really all I wanted to, to touch on in this opening introductory overview episode for the week is if you get nothing out of these chapters, other than the fact that other than faith, hope, and charity, then that's it. That, that's all you need to get. There are some other cool lessons to learn. There's how do you lay hold upon every good thing and the every good thing comes from, from God. And there's other, there are other great doctrinal truths and lessons in these chapters. Uh, but the greatest is charity, right? And without charity, we are nothing. But with charity, we can uh, become and be like Christ. And that's the point that Moroni and Mormon uh, are trying to make. And so as you look in your life and you look at the terrible, wicked, disastrous things that are happening in your community, in your country, in the world, and you wonder, how can I have hope? How can there be happiness? I hope that, that you can find that in this week's chapters, because Mormon lived in a world much like ours. Moroni lived in a world like ours. Moroni saw the utter destruction of his people. Moroni saw our day, and so he said, you know what? You need this. You need this lesson on faith, hope, and charity, because if you have those things, you'll be okay. So, uh, as we jump into the chapters this week, that's my invitation to you is to look for those, those three companion virtues. And then to, as, uh, Mormon invites us, pray with all energy of heart that the, that you may be blessed with, with them. Thanks for joining me in this episode. I should have probably mentioned this last week, uh, because I was, I recorded in November, but knowing that you would all be listening in December, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy December. I hope you're following along with Light the World. Uh, I love this time of year for many reasons, but it's a great excuse to uh, watch The Christ Child as many times as I can. I love that. So if you haven't watched that, highly recommend watching that like four or five dozen times. Uh, Anyway, um, also just a quick shout out to some listeners here. I just like, I've been... Uh, interested lately getting interested again in, in looking at the locations of listeners and just the last in the last week we had uh, people listening and joining us and studying with us in the United States, Canada, Mexico, the United Kingdom, South Africa, Germany, the Netherlands, Australia, Puerto Rico, uh, among other places. And so just uh, shout out to all of you for listening and studying along and I'm, I'm honored and touched and grateful to be a part of your uh, come follow me studies. So I look forward to studying with you this week, Moroni's uh, chapter, Moroni chapters 7, 8, and 9. I hope you join me this week, and best of luck in your studies.